Welcome to episode 68 of Kapowcast. Yeah. I feel like one day we should just open it up with the New Age Outlaws. Oh, the whole spiel? Yeah, the whole the, spiel. The dog one. Mm. I actually, I don't, I don't like DX and NWO for life. <laughs> the whole gang is here today. We got together for a very special occasion. Except Cody. Except for Cody. But <laughs> Cody doesn't go to the movies. That's right. But uh, joining me today is Tony Vance. Hey, whoa, hey, 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 hey. Jeff Jefferson from Flask Action Heroes. Hey, guys, I'm back. And Mikey. Hello, audience and uh, <laughs> online reviewers. I'm Mikey. <laughs> I'm Mike. Um, not to be confused with Mikey, although we sound exactly. a <laughs> lot alike. That was that was one one critique we had on our, our one review that got done was that uh, it's hard to distinguish our voices, but I think we all sound different. I, I feel we sound very different. <laughs> like maybe we should just start talking and we have voices like this. Oh, what was the name of that guy? Emo Phillips. There's like a little comedian who always talked like that. Oh, I, I was like, wait, he did the review. Yes, hard to distinguish between us. Today we're uh, we're going to talk about Rogue One, but. Wait. Before we do that, I want to get your guys' opinion on a couple things. Okay. Um, it does look infected. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was afraid of. Uh, this past week, there was a couple tidbits for DC. I mean, they had a quiet week the week before. All the trailers came out. They didn't really do anything. And we, we'd mentioned it, Tony. We were like, wow, I'm surprised DC hasn't. But right. uh, they did do a trifecta of announcements this past week. Uh, one of them being Patrick Wilson from Watchmen and all the other James Wan movies uh, <laughs> will be playing Ocean Master in the Aquaman movie. Really? That slipped yeah. by me completely. I didn't even really? see that. Yeah, yeah that's Black, a thing. That's Black happening. Manta in it? Uh, they haven't confirmed that yet. So Ocean, Ocean Master, Master is liable to be the uh, lead villain role? Unless they take like... Aquaman's evil brother? Half-brother. <laughs> Half-brother. <laughs> Half-brother. Yeah, unless I can they see take him like being very uh, intimidating to Jason Mamao. <laughs> unless they take like the uh, the Thor route and have him be like he's kind of a villain, but there's actually like a main villain uh-huh. that uh-huh. kind of serves as the. But there's like I don't know. Okay, but oh, I, I'm really excited I, I, for Jason or uh, Jason Patrick. Who's Jason Patrick? Patrick Wilson <laughs> to be part of the uh, DC universe because I was actually really hoping one day he'd be in the Marvel movies. And he was originally supposed to be Yellow Jacket in Ant-Man. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And I, I Edgar Wright left, and he left. I was happy with the choice of Yellow Jacket in that movie. Although Me he looks really too. weird with a shaved head, man. Yeah. yeah. I think, he, I think uh, Patrick Wilson would have done a great job. I could have seen him ideally in that role. I don't, I'm not sure who it is. Who, Patrick Wilson? Mm-hmm. We've gotten this far, and you're just now... He played uh, <laughs> Night Owl in... Oh, yeah, uh, he was... Yeah, Watchmen. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's and he was uh, also the villain in the A-Team movie. Yes. Ah. Oh, jeez, that movie sucked. What? <laughs> Bite your tongue. <laughs> they destroyed the van like 10 minutes after it showed That's up. That's true. It, I was, it, it was still enjoyable. And, it was, and then it was just a caper movie after that. Fun. <laughs> if you describe a movie as fun, I, I would hate. I would light. hate to be in a relationship with you. You expect so I much. I get that a lot. <laughs> Still Um, single, ladies. (laughs) The other bits of news is there's two projects that uh, DC Warner Brothers are currently working on. One of them is a Deadshot solo movie, and the other is a Harley Quinn-led Gotham City Sirens. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) 
That was off-putting. <laughs> that was Mikey, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Mikey. Um, and there's already, like, within a day of it being announced, there was already, like, people, like, saying uh, people are rumored for certain roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one... Most notably, as people are saying, Megan Fox is vying for the role of Poison Ivy. Gosh. And with... Uh, <laughs> Her face is full of toxins now, so I guess that'd be a <laughs> That's the kind of yuck-yuck we've been missing. With Warner Brothers doing what they're doing, I would not be surprised if she came in as Poison Ivy. Yeah. Probably I mean, they're, they're already not going to have the lesbian relationship that Gotham City Sirens has in it. They're not? So... You don't know that. They might. There might be like a hardcore lesbian scene. Yeah. Prove me wrong. With scissoring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure... uh, I'm pretty sure people would not react well to the the relationship between Ivy and Harley. I would react well to it. I think you're not giving people enough credit. Really? I yeah. think it'll more. You're, you're saying that people like, would not go in and be like, "Why did they have to take a female role and just sexualize it by making them there les would out?" Be. There, well, what do you want? Like a full blown like <laughs> lesbian scene, yes, or would you yeah. want it to be like have more undertone? Read, have you I ever read Gotham City Sirens? Because if it's a PG thirteen movie, they're not going to do like a full blown. I want full blown scissoring, like like <laughs> Jeff said. I also would like that. <laughs> This well, that's what, just that's just wishful thinking on your part because you, that's not going to happen. What? You don't know that because ten years ago, who would have thought that comic book movies would be in the amazing uh, state that they are now? Or so they, maybe or the next thing will be scissoring movies. We did, or we have <laughs> rated R movies coming up now. Yeah, Logan's rated R. Deadpool's True, rated there could R. be scissoring in Logan <laughs> <laughs> between Deadpool and Logan. Oh, yeah. Know. This is the weirdest argument I think we've ever had on the show. <laughs> oh, okay, weird. Telling you, there's not going to be any damn scissoring in this movie. <laughs> Give it a chance. I can see it now. Two years yeah. from now, the movie comes out. Twenty seven. I just wish there were scissoring. That's all I want. That's all I want. All I wanted was a fucking scissor. Like two open buckets just <laughs> clapping together. <laughs> <laughs> two years from now, what you're going to hear is, "We told you so." <laughs> well, uh, scissoring aside, though, it's going to be like a spice world. That movie. was like. <laughs> That was that was a route I didn't imagine that <laughs> conversation taking. Um, See, that's what happens when we get the think tank together. <laughs> yep, we're we're like the Planeteers. It's like the we're like the even weirder Slee Lab twenty twenty one. The uh, the one thing I was Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I was really happy about though when I saw that they were going to be doing this movie. Is I don't remember it was one episode we did we were talking about DC stuff. I'd mentioned that the one thing I wanted to see Warner Brothers and DC do is play off of Marvel's weaknesses and make them their strengths. Mm-hmm. Marvel has gotten a lot of flack for not having strong female characters. Like you have Black Widow and you have like Scarlet Witch now, but Yellow Jacket soon or not Yellow Wasp? Uh, wasp. <laughs> but they up to this point they've been more or less side characters, supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Side characters, I think, is a little detrimental to them if you say that. But I think for them to say, okay, well, let's play on that and let's try and do more of what Marvel's not doing to make themselves stand out a bit more and to try to win people over a bit more. 
Yes, let's sacrifice a solid storyline for things that they're not doing. (laughs) You know, I'm going to go ahead and say you're coming into this with a uh, negative mindset. (laughs) Yeah. Skippy, I am. Other than Batflecked, I don't like much of what Warner Brothers is doing. I, uh, exactly. Nobody does. I do. <laughs> I do. I, I enjoyed it. Hey, oh. I like Suicide Squad. Yeah. Me too. I enjoyed the it. The problem you is, you guys can just, fucking scissor all day if you we, want. It's just disappointing. <laughs> we can. <laughs> and I'm going to watch because I want it. <laughs> Mikey? I was just saying it's not it's just disappointing because they're not knocking these movies out of the ballpark, you know. Well, and that's the problem well, is here's your participation ribbon. <laughs> this that's that's part of the problem is I shouldn't say it's a problem, but it's a problem. The standard of movies, we've been spoiled so much, right, that anything short of greatness is mediocre and we don't really care about. If anything is if we're not sitting there and we're watching it and it's not completely blowing our fucking mind, we're like, I don't, I don't care about well, it. I don't like it. Yeah, I can. Under- well, I mean, like, Suicide Squad made a ton of money. Yeah. It did really well in the box office. It did, yeah. actually, yeah. So did uh, Batman vs. Superman. But the thing is, Marvel, I believe they understand that with their movies, they're not just trying to blow our minds with everything. They've got their formula. Um, formula. And they definitely got, stick to it. They've got formulas and they do well. They transfer well from the comics to the screen. And you've got little surprises like Ant-Man turning into Giant-Man, Spider-Man showing up here and there. And it's, it's amazing. You know, it's, it's great. But Warner Brothers, they don't really do that. I mean, they surprised us when they announced Batman vs. Superman. That was like, oh, you know, like finally something different. But uh, other than that, it was just a big old... Superman trying to stop a train wreck, you know, or not I, trying to stop it. But if we if we go back and we review like the episode that we reviewed those movies, the general consensus around most of us, I think, was the movies were all right. They weren't great. I liked Man of Steel. But they were all right. Wait, Man I, of Steel? No, yeah, the first one. Yeah. Man of Steel, right. yeah. I but really like for Batman it. v Superman and, <laughs> I did and Suicide like Squad. I enjoyed that. I love. <laughs> For the most part, we all came to the conclusion that they were okay. It was an okay movie. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. Just when you have a movie that's Batman, Superman, you expect it to be insurmountable. Oh, they, they, you they really expect it to be. It's like getting this amazing birthday cake that's like straight out of a magazine, and then biting in it, into it and realizing that the innards are cardboard. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. go that far. I, I would say like say coconut. <laughs> It would be like <laughs> okay. I was trying to think of a flavor that nobody liked, but uh, like it, cardboard it's like is a the, safe one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's more like they just had the uh, yucky frosting. Yeah, um, I, I really hope going forward that uh, Warner Brothers and DC uh, do go ahead and take a page from Marvel's playbook because they have a lot of talent uh, there. There's a lot of good uh, actors and actresses. There's some good storytelling. You got everyone knows that there's some really good DC stories that they could just take here and there. They they did that with that, Batman versus Superman. That's exactly what I'm getting at. To see like this this story like story uh, strong story driven uh, comic label come out with these movies that just kind of are lackluster in in storyline. That they just kind of they're there. They exist. They're okay. But I know, like I'm, 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 I'm the like the, the father. I go, I know you can do better. Here's a yeah, question for you. Yeah, exactly. If these movies would have came out 
pre. It doesn't matter if they came out. No, no, pre- listen, if they came out boom. like pre, pre like Dark Knight, pre Iron Man. Would we still be sitting there saying like these are terrible? Oh, because yeah. the bar had been lifted, it hadn't been lifted as high as it has been. I don't know. I probably would have just said BVS was good. I probably would have still really liked Man of Steel, especially. I mean, like if you take into account the special effects, you know, pre uh, Dark Knight, they would have been, you know, real mind boggling because. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have had Michael Shannon though as uh, General Zod. That's true. <laughs> to me, that was the, my Sheen. favorite part of the me movie. Me too. I, I mean, um, I go back and watch these movies over and over again. And uh, Batman vs Superman, I watched all summer long. And uh, obviously, I've I've changed my mind uh, opinions about a lot of things. Like uh, uh, Batfleck, Batfleck, <laughs> uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. Uh, is fantastic, you know, and I can't wait to see him lead the Justice League movie without the Superman being there. I love seeing him in Suicide Squad too. Yeah, yeah. like just yeah. like, but and that would—I don't mean to interrupt you, but that would be a, a really cool premise for a movie that I saw somebody <clears throat> introduce when they were talking about how they wanted to do a Deadshot movie. Yeah, do a Deadshot movie and have Batman as the antagonist, as the antagonist, where he's not really in it, but he's in it chasing Deadshot. Sort of like the but Joker was spotted here and there. Yeah, in but maybe a squad. little bit more. I'm having it make more sense. Yeah, more <laughs> of a threat. But like just having Batman be this like unstoppable force, just kind of in the background. That's kind of what I thought we were going to get with Suicide Squad, and I was kind of bummed yeah. he only had like a couple scenes in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Have you seen the uh, extended cut yet? I do have it upstairs. I need to sit down and watch it. Let's go. All right. All right, Break guys, time. Carry on, guys. Oh man, yeah, that was just like the good old days. Um, uh, real quick before we uh, head into the review, go ahead. Finish your thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thought? Oh shit! Yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, now that I yeah, I just picked up uh, Suicide Squad and watching it. I, I've already seen it twice, and uh, I really feel like the movie is. Uh, uh, I, I cringe a lot in watching it. I just feel like the lines are forced. The acting is... They've got really good actors and... Which ones? In Suicide Squad? Yeah. Um, Harley Quinn, what's her oh, name? Oh, yeah, she was really... She's, she's good. great. I like Jared uh, Leto, but you didn't like plays, uh, Amanda Waller. Didn't she just win an award last year? Yeah. She was great. Yeah, yeah she was great. Um, and Will Smith was um, just Will Smith, as far as I was but, concerned. But uh, Rick Flagg, uh, Will Smith... I hated uh, Rick A lot Flagg. of the other characters... I didn't, that, I didn't like... I didn't, uh, I didn't Jared like the guy that Joker. Rick I do not like Jared Leto as the Joker. I, I think it's really, it's too different. They wanted to do something different. I give them credit for trying and stuff, but. Uh, uh, I knew I said we were going to go on, but <laughs> now you bring that up. And to me, it was like, uh, here, you know, they had it. They had Joker turned up to about five with Tim Burton's. And then uh, Dark Knight came out and they're like, turn that some bitch up to like nine. <laughs> And Suicide Squad, I was like, well, let's just break the fucking knob off <laughs> and see what happens. And the stove blew up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and his eyebrows got cinched. Yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> now he kind of looks like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I'm excited, though, for um, the future of DC. I'm going to keep wanting them to do better. I don't want them to fail. Oh, man, some, you know, why do we fall down, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's adorable. I think they do there. Yeah, they can. uh, It seems like they're they're trying to put the right people in charge for these. And um, I mean, every movie I feel 
since BVS. I think it's been an improvement, a consistent improvement, but we'll see. I think that's the thing about the expanded universe. Uh, expanded universe type stories is they can be saved. There's some things that can be... Uh, All you have to do is fire everyone and... Uh, they can get retribution. <laughs> or some way. They you can just even sell have- your company to Disney. There you go, man. And that's that so bitchin'. Leaves us to the segue. <laughs> yeah. Good segue. That was Thank a low you. blow. Or they can have uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan come in and revamp the whole universe. <laughs> um, so last night, I tried to. We decided to go out and all see Rogue One, not together. Because we're not actually friends outside of No, no we just do this to. This yeah. I don't know why we do it. We I don't th- get paid. I, I think one of us lost a bet. <laughs> That'd be me, because I'm the one that always has it here. That's true. <laughs> I'm just here because uh, it's uh, cold the judge outside. demanded various cold <laughs> court orders uh, to do this podcast. <laughs> it's funny, though, because if, if you go on Facebook and look, it was a year ago this weekend. We posted our, I believe we did our Force Awakens review, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because it's about the same time. YouTube did. So uh-huh. here we are. Someone who hadn't seen it yet didn't. A year later. Felt like I Rogue did, One. Yeah. Just as Disney uh, planned it. Just as Disney planned. <laughs> uh, this was a movie, and I mentioned it last night, that I, for the most part, wasn't overly excited about. The prospect of doing, uh, once again, like you said, an expanded universe uh, for the Star Wars movies wasn't something that enticed me. I just kind of saw it as Disney being Disney. Right. And I was like, they're wanting to apply the Marvel effect to the Star Wars universe. Which I felt that it was, big time. Um and I was thinking more Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but uh, son of a bitch, I was going to see it no matter what. <laughs> uh, but I definitely was not as excited for this as I was previous. Yeah. Um, it was, this, they've always wanted to do an expansion of the Star Wars story, uh, whether it be comics or TV shows or cartoons or whatever it is. Big old franchise. Even video games. Yeah. It's, there's just so much potential there. And uh, we'll, you know, if I, <laughs> Jeff and I saw it last night and we almost uh, wholeheartedly agreed on everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, would you want me to go ahead and start? <laughs> um, before we do that, uh, how did you guys feel just overall about the movie itself coming out, about them doing the expanded? There was a lot of pushback last time with I all the Star Wars promotion, the, the yeah. oranges and stuff, everything. Water. But what did you guys think about Bibles <laughs> when they started doing promoting this movie and they were doing it? It wasn't nearly as uh, we weren't lambasted quite as much with uh, merchandise like we were for The Force Awakens. Very true, and I was very happy about or that. I was. I was think I was. The, I think I was the biggest guilty one in this table about. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cody the, was right up there with you. Yeah, the severe <laughs> marketing push of The Force Awakens. Yeah, I mean, you'll see it, but you don't, like, walk into a Michael's or right. a grocery section and see Star Wars merchandise anymore. Um, <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's exactly it. I'll be interested to see if the fact that they toned it down was just because of the movie and the nature of the movie, or I'll be interested to see, like, <laughs> next week or next year when Episode Eight comes out. I'm sure that goes. Be if it's going to be, like, amped up again. Oh, yeah. I feel I. I was saying this last night. I feel like the the, or maybe this is just like my hope. Um, that that the the marketing push, that was as severe as it was for the Force Awakens, um, 
didn't pay off like they wanted it to. What are you talking about? It became the number one movie. Okay, yeah, no, movie. I get that, but <laughs> think about how much marketing they were putting out though, and then how much they were paying for that. Right. They, they did. They did about ten times more marketing than any other movie has ever done. <laughs> it's going to be a while before they make back the money. Like I'm not saying they didn't make know, back man. the money, but in in grand schemes of being a big ass theme park uh, totem company, that did did it pay off? I think it did. Uh, merchandising was pretty bananas for it, as far as as I could tell. I mean, do we have any numbers? Yeah, hold on. Uh, I wasn't uh, expecting to pull those up. <laughs> but Disney's got big pockets, so if this fails, like how how much ten other movies, how much they spent on marketing money. versus how much the the movie wrecked in compared to. In a, in a comparison. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and and Google and crunch the numbers while we're talking, but I'm pretty sure they made <clears throat> what they wanted to make. I mean, you become the number one grossing movie, but do you think that they could have done that without producing? Disney, Star Wars, Oranges, and Water. I, I don't really think the Oranges and Water had anything to do with it. Exactly. Well, the Oranges and Water were just to sell the Oranges and Water, not to sell the movie. <laughs> yeah. To sell- oh, fuck. See, I've been looking at this all backwards. <laughs> oh, hey, Star Wars Orange. That sounds way the- better. Maybe it's blue on the inside or something. That it movie made what it... the more uh, vitamin C. <laughs> that movie made what it made because strong, strong, strong word of mouth. And it was the first good-reviewed and positively received Star Wars movie. Yeah, that dying guy who was dying of cancer got to see it. Yeah, that since what? Probably Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> so lucky duck. Um, but anyways, here we are. Uh, Rogue One is out. Yeah. Sh- uh, should we go around the the table and? Okay, let's go in order. Let's go in a zigzag order, so me and Mikey <clears throat> can critique <throat> it at the same time. <laughs> Because we saw it together. Just talk over each other the entire time? I do that anyway. Okay. All right. Oh, us first? Um, I thought it was okay. I was kind of disappointed because, like, you were the one that wasn't as excited for it, and I was really excited for it because I was hoping there'd be a lot of focus on space battles. And then there weren't really any space battles until the uh, towards the end of the film. It definitely had a format that was very similar to uh, previous Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. The main character, I didn't care about at all. She just seemed like... Uh, store brand Daisy Ridley to me, like Felicity Jones. Yeah, her, her character, name? like the very similar backstory. You know, different in ways. Um, her character, I didn't care about. I loved uh, K two. He was my favorite character by far. The uh, Imperial Droid. Yes, he was amazing. Yeah, he, he had like high functioning robot autism or something. It was. He was one of those uh, heartless robots that you love, like Bender or <laughs> from. Portal 2. But yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I was kind of disappointed in it. Yeah, I felt like it was a, uh, a really a soft Star Wars movie. Uh, an expanded story that was an expansion on almost uh, nothing because it leads <laughs> right into uh, the, the main Star Wars franchise. By the way, there's going to be uh, lots of spoilers. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, caught so it. We caught it in time. Thank God. <clears throat> There's gonna be lots of spoilers. I meant so. To ask uh, if uh, you haven't seen it, you probably wouldn't. There's listen. a lot of uh, surprising cameos. There's characters in the movies that Blue Milk, uh, have Blue been Milk, long dead. the Blue Milk cameo. Yeah, yeah, the Blue Milk. <laughs> I caught that. Um, 
But uh, <clears throat> the movie was like a, just a, a weird, almost like uh, just them out in the uh, slummy places all the time. It was. It felt like That's Saving every... Private Ryan or something. <laughs> That's every uh, Star Wars movie. They're always in weird ghettos. Yeah, but it, it felt like they spent too much time in the desert, just like uh, the Phantom Menace, okay? They were just out in the middle of nowhere, and you're just like, huh, this is Star Wars, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, oh, what was with the weird uh, space Mujahideen in it that uh, <laughs> fucking like? Forrest Whitaker was leading? He was, they had like a band of rebel they're just like yeah they're extremists fucking tur- yeah yeah and they're they throwing were- bombs wearing turbans like what the fuck man? yeah yeah really <laughs> i when i saw that i was like huh <laughs> yeah was, there could be some backlash here yeah what uh, that seemed really i mean i hate to be the one to say it but it's extremely like culturally <clears throat> exploitative tony what did you think <laughs> well since we're thigh deep in this right now <laughs> the last half an hour i fell asleep <laughs> that Are is, you and, and 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 no, Tone. hold on, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> that is saying nothing to what I thought about the film, because that that's just saying that I worked a whole week and I was fucking blasted, tired, and I couldn't get to the last half an hour, the two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, we. And I was actually when I when I'm not kidding. Like I woke up at the credits, and I was like, like I looked at Chanel, I was like. I slept through the last <laughs> half an hour of the movie. And I was like, like, why didn't you wake me up? She's like, I did five times. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but um, it wasn't what I was expecting. I uh, I went in, and I, I thought what I was going to get was uh, a, a group of rebels going and infiltrating the Death Star, and like 90% of the movie was going to take part on the Death Star. Um, what mm-hmm. I got in return was a nice little change-up that I actually wasn't mad about. Like, I, I, I went in... Uh, I would say my outlook on this movie was neutral for the most part. Uh, I didn't hate it. I wasn't, like, super giddy and excited for it. I was more excited for it than The Force Awakens. I don't know <laughs> if the opinion was biased because of prior things we were talking about. Um, but I went in, and for the two hours I was awake, that I enjoyed it a good a good amount um <laughs> i felt more connected with the characters than i did with the characters in force awakens i i kind of when it got to the end and the the parts where i seen it uh i i gave a damn when things happened about the to those characters where uh in in in, in its prior uh release of last year like with ray and uh who's finn, finn? finn. okay thank you I've been struggling the past like twenty four hours trying to remember his fucking name. Um, I I really didn't care much for those characters at all. Like I I liked Ray and I liked what they're gonna do with her possibly, oh, but yeah. I didn't. There was no there was no like uh, sense of urgency with with that movie. With this one, even though I knew the end the end game, I knew where it was gonna go. I know where it's gonna end up. Um, I still felt I still got that uh, raw core feeling in my stomach when they're like running from the imperial troops and they're like kind of like gearing up to go and get the plans and shit like that. Like there was, is this making sense? Anybody? Yeah. No, okay. I, I get what you're I'm, saying. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I'm gonna just keep going on and going <laughs> on. I feedback. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you uh, mostly, Tony. Um, I will say when I f- when the first started. I was a little concerned because it was jumping around a lot 
And I don't like when movies start out like that. Yeah. When it's jumping from place to place, it makes me feel like they're trying to make up for something or mm-hmm. uh-huh. fit something in. Yeah, like Christopher Nolan can do it real well. He's an artist, but anyone else that does yeah. it, it's too... Uh, it's, it's just... It, it, was, it, it, was, it was so quick. It was like, oh, we're two minutes here, and now we're on this planet. Two minutes here. And, mm-hmm. I, and I was like, whoa. But once things kind of kicked into gear, I started getting more and more invested in it uh-huh. as the movie progressed. And then as it, the entire time I was sitting there thinking, I was like, okay, the way I see this movie is think about a lot of the great wars of the time. There's always the big stories, the big battles. Everyone hears about the, the that's hold, painted. Hold on, hold on, pause. Are we talk about real wars? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that are painted, you know, you see the celebrations and when victory and all this. Mm-hmm. And then there's also an underlaying of shady shit that's done on both <laughs> sides. And you see a lot of that in this. Yes. Where it's not always the rebels weren't, you know, they're not all, you know, squeaky clean. Exactly. Like they're also willing to do shit and work that's with pretty dirty. That's like super cockeyed. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, this movie was like that story you didn't know you needed. Mm-hmm. You didn't know because it doesn't necessarily fit into the linear of all of Star Wars, the main story of good and evil. Right. But it's a nice branch off of something of an important event that happens that lets you understand how that happened. And a lot of the jokes with Star Wars over the years has been, how did they just fucking leave that exposed on the Death Star? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I know. Right? And it totally it makes sense to have somebody who didn't want to build it right. build it. Yeah. It's the only way it would make sense. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like literally killed that uh, punchline yeah. and joke for all comedians here. Yeah, yeah like it, it made perfect sense and. Uh, the other thing that was good is unlike, you know, most Star Wars movies, except I guess the Force Awakens is somewhat of an exception, but you kind of always know your characters are going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in the original trilogy, you know that, you know, they're not going to kill Han. They're not going to kill Luke. They're not going to kill Leia, the droids. They Chewbacca. might leave them frozen in carbonite though. Yeah. With this movie, Every single character was expendable. Yep. To the point to where you're like, okay, I don't know if this character is going to make it. And as we discovered, yep, the, the that end- was the case for a lot of them. Right. The ending I loved, that especially was actually- the blind guy who kept saying, "I am one with the force." The force <laughs> is going to be like, oh, he's yeah, going to die. That's going to wasn't he uh, Ip Man in uh, the Ip Man movies? Uh, his name's Donnie Yen, I believe. I think that's him. He, they're really good movies. You almost shot me. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but I, you know, after the movie, I did like how, and this, you know, may be a conflicting thing, but I loved how it like just seamlessly just, and it ends, literally, literally right where a new hope starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on like, the doorstep of a new hope. It's literally like <laughs> on the doorstep. It also. Um, Darth Vader, his uh, outfit—it <clears throat> looks exactly like, like they did in, in, in a new, new hope. hope. Yeah, they actually show <laughs> shot for shot once. It's the same. Yeah, eye. the red like, lenses, even the black of the helmet, and the way the cape drapes uh, over his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. it's so. It kind of looked like good. somebody was inside of it that was a little bit too small to be wearing it. I thought that too. Oh no, I thought it okay. looked huge. Um, I did. I now we're really gonna start getting into spoilers, people. So. <laughs> Watch out now when Darth, Darth the, when Darth Vader dies in this movie. The part at the end where he's walking down the hallway and he's just 
This is ending yeah. people. This is weird because oh, this yeah. is a spoiler for me. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Jeez. He's just flinging people left and right, slamming them on the top of the hallway, yeah. deflecting was, lasers, crushing Darth, them, throwing shit, them. It was I'm, fucking oh, Darth awesome. Vader. oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I missed this? Darth Vader, that was the best part of the he movie. Doesn't Darth Vader doesn't have a lot of screen time, but when he's on screen... It's very. It's the most important parts of the movie. Yeah. You, you sit up. His. Uh, you take notice. Everything he says. Everything he does. It's so classic Darth Vader. It's not Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you know. No. You know, being very uh, <laughs> conflict or anything. It's Darth fucking Vader. I love like, Darth Vader's jacuzzi and. Oh, that was weird, wasn't it? What was? He's what was? When they had, uh, they showed Darth Vader in like the the big like uh, like the Hoth oh, water yeah. that Luke was yeah. in. Yeah, I was, like, like that happened. I and I'm like, called. It's a what the fuck is this about? Medical tank or something? Um, he turns into Michael Jackson. Apparently, in the, uh, the that whole in the expanded universe, they explain that Anakin Skywalker is just a cripple. Darth Vader, he spends most of his time trapped. That tube that he's in. That's the only time uh, he's very claustrophobic in the uh, the Darth Vader outfit. He has to learn with the Force not only to stay alive, but to utilize this big, heavy, hulking suit. So when he's in that tube, it's sort of like a, um, uh, what's it called, those... Uh, Levitation tanks. Oh, uh, um, a sensory deprivation chamber. Yeah, sensory thing. It's it, that's what it is. It just it allows him to escape that and to just feel like he's not having a panic attack because he's all. It's very hard for him to sleep. He never sleeps. He's always constantly in rage with the dark <laughs> side of the force. That's why he's on the dark side. Is because the dark side is forcing life into his dying body. Oh, uh, <laughs> so it's it's Nito, very it, very. Nito. They, um, that's some neato insight. It's really good. Yeah, you should. Uh, Too bad all the expanded universe stuff is no longer canon. Bum, yeah. bum, bum. Well, this is actually this is like the part of the new stuff. Like they've already the, uh, gotten it out there. The other thing they really did great is just the overall presentation of the empire. Mm-hmm. The yep. scale of it. Oh as yeah. This overpowering force. This movie made me remember how much I love Star Destroyers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah really. I, I love uh, love the part of. Oh, this is, might be a spoiler for you, Tony. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> uh, there's a part in uh, the final battle where they basically <laughs> crash a ship a ship into a star destroyer, and, it and they like, push it into another star destroyer, and oh, they like collide. Shit. It's fucking awesome. It, it looks like space anal because it has like the star destroyer just slamming into a big O ring in like, outer space. This, yeah, the, the, you guys are literally <laughs> giving me like all the reasons why when I woke up when I woke up. Um, why I felt mad because I knew all this was going to happen in the last half an hour, and I f- I fought so hard <laughs> to stay awake, but I just um, I died. Should we like? Should I we try do. It? I do have a suggestion for anyone listening to this. Uh, if you go see it this weekend, try to get drunk. into like the um, the 4K screens. Yeah, the, the, the epic screens. Yeah, and the shit. epic screens because it's a movie. It's the visually, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and the 3D isn't great though. The three, yeah, the three D is not very good, but the, uh, the the screen, everything on the screen is it's candy, it's eye candy, <clears throat> and it's Star Wars. So everything you grew up with, those Star Destroyers, uh, Darth Vader, the, the, at ats, everything you know. Oh yeah, you, a- if you A-T-S-T, see it, in 4K, dude, when that guy works on, beautiful. <laughs> the uh, one of the other nifty little things in this that we got is we did get some 
some returning characters from the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that, those two guys that were at the cantina. I like, don't like uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> like you. Uh, there was uh, Mon Mothma. Yeah. Uh, and what was cool is the actress that played her she, actually played her in episode three, but there was a deleted scene. It was a deleted scene from uh, the uh, yeah episode three where they're having a um, a meeting about this. Uh, they're forming the rebellion during that uh, time that uh, Palpatine is rising. Huh. Yeah, so she it was kind of cool. She got to come back yeah. and in play the, the same role room with um, uh, Padme with uh, Senator Amidala. Yep. I think so I like really cool. know this part um, you're talking about. Yeah, they picked the same actress, and she looks a lot like the original, original actress, actress yep. who played Mon Mothma. I actually have... <laughs> here's some... Uh, this kind of reveals my Star Wars nerdery, but uh, I have that action figure from Episode 3, the <laughs> Mon Mothma figure. Wow, they made a figure even though the scene was deleted? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, never yeah, they're going to do that. George Lucas. Uh, <laughs> hey, right right after the that, we got um, I broke my collarbone. <laughs> no. <laughs> They used they used CGI to bring back two characters. Oh yeah, one was really fucking cool. Which one? Uh, Grandma of Tarkin. He looked horrifying. Yeah. That was he fucking looked awesome. Awesome. He looked that, creepy. Well, that, the actor, he looked creepy in the original. Well, I know, right. but it was, it was just weird. It was. That's ooh. one reason you should see it in 4K. Yeah, <laughs> like they definitely made strides if from. Uh, Tron, the young Jeff Bridges, who also oh, looked yeah. extremely creepy. It was to me yeah. at least. I don't know what it was, but like every time he was on screen, I, like especially the first time he popped up, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I mean, granted, there's always every time you do a digital thing like that, it's always going to look off at some points. But for the most part, I was, I personally was blown away. I thought he looked awesome. I liked his oh, character yeah. a lot more than the introduced uh, antagonist in it. Uh, right. What's his name? The one who was in charge oh, of the, the general project. Yeah, he was easily forgettable. Yeah, I didn't really find he him that interesting. He was a bitch, man. <laughs> hey, was he, was, he was one of those characters that you just couldn't wait to see die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't got my chance, favorite uh, moment was when Darth Vader force choked him. <laughs> what was that, Tony? I, I, I haven't got a chance. Is, was that, um, what's his face in The Dark Knight Rises? Which? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? That might have been him. What right. the I, I haven't been able to look going it up. going on? Bane? No, the guy <laughs> who is kind of working with Bane, and he yeah. wants to take over Wayne Enterprise. Yeah, that oh. guy. Dang oh, it. I look Dang like it. I'm running. Yeah, yeah dang And he's like, and he, when he says something like, you know, I paid you. You're hit on the stock exchange. It didn't work, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> he's like, I paid you. And he's like, you think this gives you power oh, over me? me? And I'm just like... But yeah, I think that was him because the entire it. time I was watching it, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm like, I've seen that guy in fucking something. I, I don't know what. It, man. I was watching it the whole he's time. He plays a good little smug prick, though. Yeah, he does. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I want to cut in real here, real quick here before I forget uh, not say this is I, I applaud uh, the cinematography in this movie because it it made it feel like a prequel, like it didn't make it feel like a new age they, like follow up to Force Awakens. Like the 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 cinematography was like on point enough to where it felt like it was before A New Hope. They because yeah they like even like the Rebel base they wow. made it look exactly like. Um, like it did in A New Hope. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a bit more yep. polished, but for the most part, he they so did. So is Daggett. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, they did their best to not make it look overly tech. Yeah. They yeah, kept a lot of the simple. The weird layouts that yeah. look like 1970s. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, you that's like the little things, like the little details like yeah. that mm-hmm. that matter. 
and that make the prequels to, at times so unbearable. Dude, right? The exactly. characters even and George very Lucas seventies. Yeah, like, I saw guys with those big the, the mustaches. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and like side parted hair. The, that, uh, the 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 soldiers on Leia's ship. And the corridor that Darth Vader is going down, God uh, damn it! Just unleashing <laughs> hell, unleashing the force on everyone. It looks just like son of a bitch. The opening like, scene it does. in A New Hope. Yeah, and, uh, is, it's even like, like the Death Star control room. Yeah, like everything looks oh, the same. The um the big holographic screens or something. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, they're all like, yeah. Oh yeah, great. the holograms even looked like it was yeah. like nineteen seventy. It was yeah. awesome. Once again, like it just you watch that and you, you look at the old like prequels and you're like. That's weird to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You look at the old, you know, the prequels, and you're like, why didn't they just do that? And George Lucas's argument was always, well, it was a more civilized time. <laughs> uh, no, you just wanted to make things look super polished right. and overly yeah. produced. Um, but speaking of that, the Princess Leia's ship, that was the one CGI character that kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like at first, when she took off her hood, I was like, hey, it's Leia. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. I was like, eh, that could have used I'm some sure work. she's really happy about that being reminded I mean, they how weren't pudgy even... <laughs> she was when they made the first. They couldn't Wars. simulate the uh, cocaine addiction in the CGI <laughs> oh, model. Oh, man. <laughs> that was before. <laughs> um, That's true. Ouch. I think, though, what worked with Tarkin, what worked for Tarkin that uh, worked against her was. For a lot of the scenes with Tarkin in it, like this, it was very dark. dark. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. she, you know, pulls off that hood, it's a very bright, oh, the, yeah, light. whitewashed corridor. Yeah, so it it's a lot harder to hide things in that sense. Very good point. Um, but I, even though it was a little, it was still like I still like geeked out a little bit. Fuck, I was still like, oh shit. This is leading right into it. <laughs> like, I, you could literally go home. I could start watching A New Hope, and it's just like nothing. Damn it. <laughs> I think this movie actually did a better job with uh, set design, cinematography, and whatnot, and simulating uh, the previous Star Wars films than the fights uh, episode were uh, 8 yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fights, the fights were a lot better. Like, I felt when the, when the, when the battles were going on, like, uh, like something was actually happening where... where um, is it eight? Wait, what's eight? Eight? No, not eight. The, what's the name of the? Um, okay, maybe we're not on the Force same Force Awakens, page. episode seven. Okay. The Force Awakens. Seven. Is it seven? Yeah. Okay. Eight so, out. Yeah. Hard to keep track of the numbers when they're out of order. Damn it. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, the the battles in this one, um, they're just they're. They, I think I feel like they're better choreographed and better put together. The uh, uh, better execution. Yeah. Well, I noticed that uh, Ray. I've seen this on YouTube being explained for, you know, the conspiracy oh, stuff. Geez. But oh, uh, Ray's, oh, Ray's no. lightsaber fighting style is exactly the same as uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine or Senator Palpatine when he gets confronted by uh, Mace Windu and the Jedi. When he jumps up and does the forward thrusting uh, <laughs> Ray, uh, wait, well, Ray chemtrails, Ray, chemtrails, yeah. black helicopters. <laughs> they're saying that uh, Ray does the same thing. Palpatine's descendant, probably. Yeah, they're they're, oh. they're saying this on uh, YouTube that she's going to be get a descendant this. of Palpatine. Yeah, yeah let's. I don't want to um, get into let's this. Tear into what this. I'm saying is, uh, for the lightsaber battles, I think they're using the uh, the, the same fighting tech, uh, styles for these characters because they work well on screen. Yeah, that's simply it. I think <laughs> everything else is just. Conspiracy Shapes theory. in the clouds. Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, battles in this, it was weird. Like, because uh, like you said, Jeff, you were really hoping for, like, space battles. Mm-hmm. But we got more grounded, like, 
you know, uh, grim and gritty. Yeah, uh, and like, like you were saying, war yeah. battles. Like the entire time during the final battle, I almost was sitting there. And I was like, I know exactly what they're fucking <laughs> doing. This is Normandy. Yeah, that's what this is supposed well, to be. I mean, the uh, male that's lead so- <laughs> had a uh, French-like accent, and it was just like La Resistance with the uh, yeah. You know, and they're in an occupied city. It was exactly like it was. I was like, "This is D Day." Yeah, this is this is what this is. Like that's such a random thing to pull out of your memory, (laughs) like when watching a movie. Like what 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 was your thought process? There's always been a correlation (laughs) of World War II and Star Wars, big time. All right, there's always between instance between the the dog fights, the space battle dog fights, the pods with. I mean, not the pod racing, but you know the (laughs) blaster pods in the Millennium Falcon was exactly like the ones in a. B seventeen or a B twenty five. The uh, the Imperial officer outfits are very German. Yeah, they're a very, lot of the guns are right. Look very much Hot, like German Hot guns. Solos is a uh, modified C ninety six Mauser. Yeah, Jesus Christ! So there's getting super nerd. <laughs> there's always there's always the, been a, a correlation between World War two and Star Wars. And if you look at Rogue One, and if you compare it to like D Day, D Day was widely considered like the big turning point in yeah. the war. Mm-hmm. This battle was the big turning point because they got those Death Star plans. Oh yeah, big correlation. Mm-hmm. There. Oh, oh yeah. wait, hold on. Maybe we're. I'm not asking you to explain exactly. I meant your thought process. That was my thought process because I'm just sitting there like an eight year old kid. <laughs> that was. That's exact. That's <laughs> the entire like the entire time I was sitting there thinking about. It, I was thinking of it literally, like I said, from like war story point of view. Like this is the battle they don't talk about, but it's still important because it led to things. Which at the same time, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, but D-Day was really important. And then I realized, like, well, apparently this was the Star Wars story I didn't know I needed. <laughs> I didn't know that I, I cared to see. And it's it's not something that you have to watch if you're, you you know, want to sit down one day and with a, with a cup of cocoa and watch, you know, all your Star Wars <laughs> movies. It's not something you have to watch, but it, it definitely enriches the story and expands it a little bit more and makes things a little bit more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Still much better than the prequels. So it's I say still, it's yeah, it's still, <laughs> it's definitely like, hands down. It is the best star Wars prequel. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> Isn't, you know, we can't argue that. Nobody can argue that. No, I, no. I dare anybody here to argue that. I was, I, we were standing in line waiting uh, last night and this has always been a huge thing with me. And this is like, uh, one of the top five reasons I do not own Star Wars uh, on any format. It's expensive. Uh, it's that. <laughs> like I said, top five reasons. But um, I've always, with me and Mike, we're very similar. It's it's with me. It's it's a, it's a it's a question of well, I enjoy the first three, but then there's the whole saga. But mm. I hate the first three. <laughs> Do I get the saga or do I just get a new hope, Empire Strike Back, and Return of the Jedi? You get the saga. See, but I don't want to. I don't want to pay the money for the saga because I, I literally the prequels. I don't fucking care if I ever see them again. Yeah, they're they can be thrown in the garbage. <laughs> I yeah, think see, I can the pick out at least. Team knows that. <laughs> I think I can pick out at least one thing from each of those movies that I do enjoy. I liked the uh, fight between Jango Fett and. Uh, Obi-Wan? Yeah, Obi-Wan and uh, the, uh, fight, of the Clones. The, the uh, <laughs> yeah. fight with Darth Maul and Phantom Menace. Yeah, we're just going to pick out the lightsaber battles. I actually like okay, yeah. reading the, about the fight between so you know that we and, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, 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 the General Grievous. Oh, mm. the we one where he's the, chasing him on a big lizard? 
We do remember yeah. because I know we're talking a lot about the past and all this stuff, but we, we live in a, a day and age now where we can watch YouTube on our phones. You're not going to find those battles on YouTube, are you? They, yeah. I think they, wow, I would have figured they would police those like a. Uh, they do, but they can play them backwards and stuff. There's all kinds of things. <laughs> I don't want to watch like a, there's a mirrored there's, version of it. There's there's commentary oh, over you'd them. Be surprised. Oh shit, that's actually a really good what idea. You'll watch when you're million dollar idea right there, baby. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Oops, excuse me. Not I'm gonna sober. sneeze. Um, it's you know. Sorry. Continue. Uh, now, Tony, I don't know how much you want us to say and not say. No, go ahead. Just let it all out, man. Um, <laughs> we already. Did I, th- I think it's. Much. I think right I now, think I just I... think it's hilarious that like it's there's this much spoilage in like the last half an hour. Uh-huh. Well, this is a big one. Oh God <laughs> damn it! Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Is it as big as Han Solo and Force Awakens? Yes, it's that big. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> all right, Tony's. Gonna Tony's gonna let you guys. Yeah, I don't wanna. I don't wanna hear. So, that. anyways, when it turns out <laughs> it's all a dream, <laughs> we'll we'll give him a so minute. You know when you're done. Okay. Okay, we're done. You're a liar. <laughs> I don't know. What, uh, hopefully, we don't talk too long. So, anyway, so uh, <laughs> the, the are we talking about the fact um, that they literally killed everyone? Yeah. Um, who, who I expected it and didn't expect it. It was one of those things. I uh, did you see? Did you see Magnificent Seven? Yes. Okay, I love that movie. So it was one of those things for me where I was like, oh, I, you know, you see the group and you kind of pick out. You're like, okay, that person's probably going to die. That person. Uh-huh. That person. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of figured that was. <laughs> Tony's back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was in your living room and I heard you say it. I was like, oh, well, fuck, I already knew that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yes. Um, so everybody dies. Everybody yeah. dies. And like. Even I, poor K2. I was when it was weird, like sassy pants robot. <laughs> yeah. So I I knew the uh, force sensitive guy was gonna die. Okay, and, and this is gonna be a problem, <laughs> is because the one th- the one thing I think this movie did fault on, and I'm gonna kind of back your guys' opinion up is I can't really remember a lot of the characters' names. Force sensitive guy, fat guy <laughs> with a big gun. Forrest uh, Whitaker. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> you know, I, just I remember Felicity Jones. Felicity. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of knew like Captain Mustache. The yeah. force sensitive uh, guy was gonna die because Mothma. He actually let it slip during like a, a Star Wars celebration that Whoops. he died. Oops! <laughs> wow. Um, so I kind of knew he was. I kind of figured like one or two other of the people would die. I I was like, okay. Um, I wasn't surprised. Jay's is probably gonna live. Uh, the main. Uh, Rebel played by Diego. I forget his last name, but he's gonna probably live. The droid will be okay, and that'll I probably be. I figured there was a good chance the droid would die because if that would be an easy death because it's yeah, it's a you know it's an eleven foot tall robot. Once I think once they killed the former Imperial pilot, I was kind of like oh shit, <laughs> and it was just the two left. I was like I think all bets are off at this <laughs> <Yeah>. point, <laughs> and. uh yeah, I was I was really surprised when they did it, even though it was expected. Mm-hmm. If, that, if that makes sense, mm. I can understand too. It was especially a, for a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. and that, that makes point, me wonder if that's why they kind of toned back on the promoting of it because 
I you know, really, it's not necessarily a kids movie. It's too much a sense where you're like, "Hey, kids, let's go see a movie where every character you're gonna like is gonna die." Yeah, right. Especially yeah, right when they got to the base Good. and it was in the final act. I had a feeling that it was just gonna. They were all gonna die, and it was gonna lead right into the beginning of a new hope. Don't they say something and, in a new hope that you know we got these plans from uh, from, from a, a group seven that foot like tall sassy yeah. robot and Felicity Jones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they mentioned something about like people making sacrifices, My and then I, which is actually funny because when I was leaving the theater, so Felicity um, Jones died to get these plans <laughs> to us. <laughs> My nerd, my nerd, kind of kicked in because I heard somebody go, "I didn't see any Bothans die in that." I was like, "That's fucking Return of the Jedi." That was the second Death Star. You- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny that you were saying that because I I had a I I had a what I like to call a Cody moment last night in line. Um, there was a group behind me that was like just going off like super, super, super in depth with the Star Wars talk. Like we're talking past my my I uh, like. <laughs> Past my knowledge completely. Past your pay grade. Yeah, and I was just, I was like, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck <laughs> up. And I was like, oh my God, I'm Cody. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what what just happened? There, there was one thing that I was really, really hoping to see in this movie. And seeing as how we were seeing like somewhat younger versions and, and revisiting characters from past. And they weren't even like, for the most part, aside from like maybe Leia, Vader, they weren't important characters yeah. but they were side characters they're like a little salute kind yeah. of thing and uh and when they were like everybody was getting on their x-wings and stuff to go i heard somebody say uh captain antilles mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i was like oh that's yeah and then i was like man i i would really kill for for a nice cameo from porkins right now <laughs> oh man does it happen no oh okay. no it I was doesn't to say that would have been a bigger spoiler and, than everybody dying and then <laughs> and then i just started thinking i was like man i would really like it if they did Porkins, a Star Wars story. <laughs> and it was like this. And it was like this off the cuff, like kind of comedic uh, about the bumbling fool who ends up becoming a rebel pilot. They think like Tommy Boy in space. Come on, God! He kind of you know fumbles his way into success and becoming a pilot, and then he then he dies. Are you listening, Disney? I, just, I think this is a gold mine right here. <laughs> he, he, like, crashes his X-Wing, and it's kind of like Chris Farley falling through the coffee table. Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. They should do a CG Chris Farley. <laughs> As <Star> Porkins. <laughs> Porkins. Yeah. And it rolls out the tongue. Porkins, a Star Wars story. <laughs> Beautiful. If you guys don't hear from us, it's because Disney took us and made us the secret think tank. <laughs> That's all I wanted. They're, they're actually letting us record the Kapow cast, but they never release it to the public. <laughs> they just keep it for themselves. I um, yeah. the entire and the, when I thought of that when I was watching the movie, I was like, I gotta bring this up tomorrow because <laughs> 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 I just I just gotta. Um, You're like the golden goose. Yeah, I'm full of. I'm I, occasionally I have an idea. <laughs> You know why did they why did they Porkins. name like the 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 fat pilot Porkins because he's fat because and, like he has the chin strap all over like <laughs> five of his chins and it's like why is he Porkins red fire ready <laughs> he has like a five o'clock shadow going and just so oh, I'm pretty sure there's uh, Cheeto crumbs on his X Men <laughs> uniform was he just like. Was he like George Lucas's brother or something? How did that end up? I don't know. We need a we need a Porkins backstory. <laughs> this is you don't real like you don't realize how much you want to know more about these people. 
Like, My X-wing doesn't fly that high. <laughs> it's Rogue, Rogue One is like completely changed the way Mike has thought about all this. Like, no, we need a backstory for Porkins. We, we need, need one a for backstory Porkins. for that stupid little droid that flies around the, the mouse droid. Oh, that's uh, my favorite. We need we need a backstory for the crying uh, Rancor tamer. Yes. We need to know why that connection was so tight. <laughs> we need to know why he felt <laughs> such pain. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the saddest moment in all of stores for oh, me when yeah. I was No, saddest moment. I was moment. like five years old, I really felt for those guys. I was like, saddest oh. moment for me as a child was when one of the Ewoks died. Oh, 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 oh I know. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> he shakes him, he's like, he's like, comes and like steps on it. Oh my god! And then, War I, I, never remember, I remember being a kid seeing that, and I was just like, "Not on my watch, <laughs> damn it!" And then you got older, and you're like, "Yeah, it's okay. They're fucking teddy bears." Yeah. No, I'm still upset by it. Um, I was like, oh, they're just midgets. <laughs> except, <laughs> except now I, I little try people. I, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, they're just Mike, little people. Out, what I do is I, I sync up Return of the Jedi with Sarah McLaughlin's "I Will Remember You." <laughs> so when it happens, it's like, "I will remember you." Is that syncing up as much as it is just putting play when it happens? Why no, do you take everything I do and have to smash it into shit? Uh, I'm the only one with ideas here. <laughs> Maybe it's like Dark Side You're of like the moon. fucking Lucas right here yeah. right now. Whoa. Yeah, I said it. A lot of yelling going on right now. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, you're peeking out here, buddy. That's uh that's that's actually just my medium voice. <laughs> Um, Yelling is a lot more intense. So let's—I can believe it. <laughs> let's go through and let's rate this bad boy. All right. Um, better put a compressor on that bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff, what would you rate the uh, the Rogue One Star Wars a Star Wars story? I would rate it <laughs> seven dead main characters out of ten. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> What about, what about you, Mikey? What would you? Uh, I'm going to give it also uh, seven Grand Marv talking CG characters. <laughs> out of how many? 700. Out of how many? Seven out of 10, seven out of 50. <laughs> you got to be specific here. Seven out of 10. Okay. Say seven out of 11. <laughs> Yeah, that works too. Seven Even out of right. eleven. Seven out of eleven. Make it, a nice, make it a nice odd number. <laughs> I give it seven dollars out of twelve fifty. <laughs> Back in the merchandising, uh, Tony. Of the <laughs> two hours of the two and a half hour movie you saw, <laughs> you missed like the best part of the movie. I know. I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I knew right when I woke up that I fucking missed the best part. <laughs> I knew it. Like the the whole last half an hour was better. Than Shut the, the fuck up! I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Out. I got it. Okay. Okay. Um, this is a metaphor, Tony, for life. You know, <laughs> you sleep during the best part. Yeah. Do you fall asleep a lot during sex? Uh, <laughs> no, I just hurry it up so I can go to sleep. <laughs> I, I'll edit that out for you. Remember. <laughs> uh, I'm scared. Okay. Uh, so I will give this two hours of the two and a half hours that I've seen. Um, a 7.5 out of 10 
crying Ewoks. <laughs> I like it. I, uh, just for the overall fact that I don't feel a lot of the characters were as fleshed out as they should have been, uh, I, I will give this movie uh, a solid 7.5 porkins <laughs> out of 10. That's, about, that's roughly about... <laughs> 1,500 pounds of porkins. <laughs> that's, that's like 26 uh, Luke Skywalkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is a movie I'm going to try to uh, pick up on Blu-ray. Oh, I'm picking it up on Blu-ray, absolutely. Yeah, I'm actually going to pick it up. Yeah, he has to I mean, see the like fucking ending. Star Wars <laughs> I'll probably buy like a new uh, Mon Mothma action figure before I pick this movie up. I just it's not something I think I want to watch again and again and again. Well, and it, it does kind of end on somewhat of a downer. See, and that's, and that's movie. that's always like the hardest movies I think to go back and watch is the movies that don't necessarily have the the happy ending. I mean, they kind of try to salvage it with Leia getting the plans. Yeah, um, you knew where it was ending. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Even though I knew where the movie was going, I was still invested. So, right, good on their part for yeah, doing that. Yeah, they did their job. Um, I think that'll do it for this Star Wars Rogue One, a Star Wars story <laughs> featuring Star Wars, featuring Star Wars and Porkins <laughs> <laughs> and some Ewoks and some dying Ewoks <laughs> and a sad ring and, and a Mon Mothma uh, action figure. <laughs> Don't forget to check us out every week on the Pod Bros <laughs> Podcasting Network. Uh, also, you can find us on Facebook at Kapowcast2015. And it's going to be a little outdated soon. We're almost in 2017. It's two years outdated. Oh, wow. damn. Well, that um, means it's, it's marking the, the start point. Yeah, though. that's true. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Kapowcast. We have uh, Instagram, which is Kapowcast. Uh, you can also find us on Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, um, Podbean, I think, is another one. I don't know. What? No, we, we don't have a Podbean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another, that's another uh, adventure of mine. Uh, but until next week, I am Mike. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Mikey. I'm Sleepy McSleepersons. You and your finger guns. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Turd Ferguson. <laughs> we will see you next week on Kapowcast on Christmas.